And Kurt's like, fucking hell, that felt like that was the longest 10 Ks of my life. I'm like, what are you talking about? You just ran 21. And he's like, holy fuck. <laughs> I, was, I thought it felt real long. <laughs> so good. You're running a rogue <laughs> setup. Jay and Dunk's summer of not for radio. Woo! All right, we might just uh, chuck this one on here. This one is from Clint Boswell. It's a joke that he sent through. Worthy of playing. Probably wouldn't be able to play this on the radio show, so it's perfect to play it on not for radio, which is why we started this bloody thing. This guy's mother-in-law comes to live with him. And she's been living there for about a week, and he comes home one day, she's laid on the floor, and he calls 911, and the ambulance comes and gets her, and they take her to the hospital, and he's out in the waiting room, and the doctor comes out after a while, and the doctor said, well, I got some good news and some bad news. And I said, all right, well, give me the bad news first. He goes, all right, your mother-in-law is not going to die. He said, she's had a massive stroke. He said, in fact, she's probably going to live 20 or 30 more years. He said, the, the problem is this thing has rendered her unable to speak. He said, she just makes this horrible screeching noise like a parrot now. He said, it's also disabled her from using her arms and she can't feed herself. He said, for the next 20 or 30 years, you're going to have to feed her baby food three times a day. He said, also, it's made her incontinent. You're going to have to change your diapers and clean her up every single day of your life. And the guy said, oh, my God. He said, what's the good news? And the doctor goes, oh, I'm just kidding with you. She died. <laughs> so good. Weird that is. I think it's in, it's in America somewhere. There's somebody just um, puffing on them. It ain't right, but you laughed at it. Having <laughs> <laughs> a massive big uh, cigar on stage. Maybe it's an old video. You don't see that too often anymore, do you? Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Not for radio, summer edition. We never talked about, um, I thought of this this morning when mm. I was uh, him a brekkie, we never um, talked about your mates running the Auckland Marathon because mm. there was heaps of people and you can do a half marathon or whatever and you go over the Auckland's glorious Harbour Bridge, they shut down a couple of lanes, a giant pain in the ass for everyone else getting around on the weekend, but people were getting out there exercising. Yeah, it's good. So you start from Devonport, which is over on the North Shore, and then like you said, you run over the bridge. So basically the, the lads, a bunch of the lads sort of, there's, fuck, I don't know, it's something that my mates are into and I should be into it, but... I'm not. Um, they they get these little challenges, and they all train for it together, and they all do it together, and they're all you know they're all about it. It's what they're basically putting in deposits so they can make some heavy withdrawals basically into their body, and so they. It just feels like you're burning the candle at both ends. Yeah, oh mate, they just grab the candle and just fucking turf it into the fire, basically, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely punish themselves and stitch you up like. Uh, the last time I was at the mount when I was home, dog tip, my mate goes, hey, we're just going to go for a bit of a, we're just going to go for a trot through the redwoods in Rotorua. And I'm like, all right, sweet as Dog tip, a dog tip is a fucking psychopath. Yeah, You exactly. should have known something was up then. Well, the last time he, he did this, he goes, let's go for a gentle run around the mount. And we ended up running up the mount, up the four-wheel drive track. And it fucking seized my legs up. Like it was that tough. He's also the same guy that made you do press-ups. So I got rhabdomyolysis and, and locked my arms. And so. you ended up in hospital. You're a slow learner when it comes to doctor. He's a, he's a um, he's just a machine, and for some and he almost makes you feel like it's your idea. <laughs> and and he and then he's like, mate, well, you 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 wanted to do this, so I'm here to support you. So keep running. I'm like, I can't run anymore. He's like, just keep going, mate. You're just up to there. And then we get to that point. And he's like, just this next bit. Like he's one. He'll like if 
you get shipwrecked somewhere, he'd drag you through. Like if you needed to walk across Antarctica, you need him. But anyway, he, I, see, I, I brushed it because I knew that it was going to be a fuck up. And he ended up running 23Ks through the Redwoods. I was like, why would I want I'd never want to do that. 23, and that would have been a cold start, 23K. Yeah, off the bat. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. He's a fireman, so he's fit. One of his mates from Rotorua, Curdy, who turned up, uh, big ripped Māori, or well, not big, but he's ripped Māori guy. Looks like kind of like a like a muscly Stacey Jones, you know? Yeah, like okay. a shredded Stacey Jones. And so he was on the flight coming up from the bay to Auckland and sitting on the plane, and he goes, oh, fuck, I should probably, um, should probably book my spot in the old marathon. Like, this thing is capped at a number and sells out months in advance. People, you know, pay Close to a advance. year in advance, yeah. yeah. And so, oh, well, that's not going to happen. And uh, he's like, ah, oh, fuck. I mean, luckily, another mate of ours, Hubnut, had just walked up and down the mountain for 24 hours, so he was a bit fucked and didn't want to do the marathon, funnily enough, three days later. <laughs> And so he was like, well, you can just run as me and sweet as was, you know, sorted out, piece of cake. And so Curdy turns up and uh, the boys get together, a little bit of Saturday night fever. They get fucking pretty steamed up accidentally. And about two o'clock in the morning, they're like, shit, we're going to be on the ferry at 6 a.m. Are they in the full or the half? Half. That's just just still psycho. Yeah. And so first thing, they got just massively wankered. And then he was, Curdy was spewing. And all of them were pretty sick. Mm. But Curdy in particular was spewing. On the on the um, on the ferry over there, he's spewing off the side of the ferry. It's a very short ferry ride, and spewing as you walk off the ferry, and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, mate, a little bit of race day nerves, you know, happens to the best, <laughs> of, happens to the best of us." And he's like, "I just fucking put the bottle down four hours ago. I'm still pissed." And so he would run. Um, so they took off, started running. He's like, "I need to get something into my body because I've been spewing it all up." So he goes through like the hydration stations, and he just pumps this. Pumps a cup of water and he reckons it just bounces straight out of the bottom of his stomach and spewed it all back into the cup and put it on the table and just kept running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that, but yeah. And then so, it's good. So he, they run good. So they ended up doing it in like an hour 30, which is not bad for a half considering they've just been steaming piss. One of the boys, Jace, blew out, shat himself on a portaloo and came in like 45 minutes later. But you get finished. What do you up. do there? Oh, I just, I don't know, just old. Um, and so when they finish, he just ditches undies, chuck them into the portaloo. No, he just couldn't get off it. He reckons, like he just was. He goes, I don't even know where it all came from. Just stuck on the shitter. Wow. Um, and so they get to the finish, and Kurt's like, "Fucking hell, that felt like that was the longest ten k's of my life." I'm like, "What are you talking about? You just ran twenty one." He's like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> I, was, I thought it felt real long. <laughs> so Kurt, you're running a rogue setup. He didn't even have any accommodation book when he turned up, so he basically slept on the floor in the hotel where the boys were staying. Like he was fucking running a rogue operation. Who turns up day of books it, then gets fucking hammered, then spews the whole way there, spews into the cup, and then doesn't even fucking realize how long a half marathon is before they start running. I feel like he wouldn't be great at life admin. <laughs> like it's just a little bit of like, oh, what? I've got no clothes. I'll wear the same clothes again like three weeks in yeah. a row. He's not you know, not big on the details, you know, the finer details. But very impressive nonetheless. The boy's uh, putting a crack in time. you got to be careful doing cold start exercise, eh? My, um, my mate got the call up to, uh, you know how they go, it's a 10K fun run? Yeah. Nothing's fun of, about any running. For lots of people, that's not fucking fun. And uh, he got the late call up, and he hadn't even been playing rugby or anything like that, and then blew out his ACL um, on the run, so that just fucked him for months after. And then as well, Dixie, uh, the wife, when she went, there's like a, what would you call, um, <laughs> what would you call that bloody thing? You know when you go out in that old boat in the Marlborough Sounds? 
Uh, spirit of adventure. Yeah, what would you call that? It's like some team building thing. Like, yeah. you're supposed to come out of it in a new person or whatever. It's Big like old a sailing ship. Coming of age thing. Like, you jump off this old ship into the water every morning at 6 a.m. And then um, I think on day. Outward th- bound. Yes. Yeah. My sister did the same thing. They had like one can of spam or something on their whole little fucking boat. The bloke that opened it just cut his finger, blew it all over it, so they just starved. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. What a shambles. <laughs> Dixie's doing this run. So, about four days in, you have to do a half marathon. And so lots of people have had no training, like I, everyone. Like yeah. you don't get fit to go there. You go there to get fit and learn lots about yourself, see how far you can push yourself sort of thing. <laughs> so Dixie's like running and she's like, man, my legs are pretty sore. And everyone's like, oh, fucking lazy bitch sort of thing. And being like, oh, come on, you can do it. Give it. And she's like, nah, they're pretty rooted. And they're getting more and more and more painful to the point where she can barely walk, but they're still saying you should try and finish it. And she ends up getting this thing called compartment syndrome, which is basically blood going into, it can be any part of your body, but it was into her calves and it can't get out. So it's basically just your heart is pumping as hard as it can just to slowly fill up your calves and and they feel like they're about to explode. So she ends up getting obviously choppered to the hospital and she goes to the local one and uh, they're like, out of our league. And then she got choppered from the local one to our capital city, which is Wellington, to Wellington City Hospital. And then they just cut down uh, both sides of her calves on the um, either side of her tib and fib from um, just below her knee to just above her ankle, just ran a knife straight down to relieve the pressure. And it's then, unreal that that's, the, that's the, the only way of sorting it out. Yeah, it's bizarre, right? Because otherwise I guess it's just – I don't know what the extreme complication – I mean, you can die and shit from it. And, yeah. they, and she said they stuck like a, um, a pressure gauge thing into her calf yeah. so they could read the pressure of it, see how bad it was. Was she awake for all this? She must be yeah, fucked. It was, yeah, it was horrific. She was like oh groggy God. and like they were giving her drugs and stuff and she was like passing out from the pain and shit like it was – Pretty oh, bad. Fuck that. Um, and that was a cold start. So, and then she obviously it took. And the weirdest thing is, is they let it heal from underneath for that particular one. So she's got these matte photos of basically like a massive, thick, deep cut into her calves. And then they let it heal from the bottom up and just keep changing the dressing. And then they do the plastic surgery after and pull it over. But that was like it's quite it's pretty rare to get that. And there was like so many doctors and nurses and stuff coming through because they could they'd learned about it but had never seen a case of it, and hers was fucking real bad, eh? That is that is heavy. And so that's why I stand by my um, no exercise theory and like. <laughs> There's too many horror stories, man. <laughs> we did this. I broke my, I snapped my Achilles playing touch. We had a, um, I don't even know. I, I know my uncle organised it, a, f- a family relay uh, running around Lake Topol. So, oh, what a fun family! <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was meant to be running, uh, running the back of the lake leg. I was meant to be putting in. I was meant to be doing oh, two ten k stints, and what? so I'd never <laughs> fucking run ten k's in my life. So about three days before I meant to trot, I'm like, "Geez, I should probably roll the roll the uh, trotters over and get a bit of training under the belt." So I did did like a cold start ten k run, which basically fucked my legs. Yeah, no, you can't do that. And so we turn up in Topol. I was meant to be running between like two and three o'clock in the morning. That's basically it takes you know you start real. Geez, early you got doors. proper stitch up on yeah. this. Uh, and so I was staying in Topol. We drive out, basically get dropped off at your point. Someone comes and runs in your tag, and then you keep going. It's like a whole full like hundreds of people doing it. And so, <laughs> sleep through the alarm. Don't get up. This is around the back of the lake. There's no cell phone reception. So the old boy just fucking puts down ten k's and a pair of jandals with us with our number on to make up my leg. 
<laughs> he did he did a quicker oh time God. than me. <laughs> Your old boy's such a weapon. He's like the epitome of like that wiry old man muscle. Eh? Yeah. He's like a mountain goat. Just just full determination. And everyone because my it was my mum's family that was my mum's side of the family. And they're all hyper competitive. Mm. And so when I was running into Topol doing like the last leg into Topol, my uncle's hanging out the car going, Fucking pick it up, mate. Pick it fucking up. You're letting the rest of us down. <laughs> Look at all these people that are running past you. Look at that. It's like, because it's amazing. I got passed by a bloke that would have been like 150 kilos, who you would see and go, He's the turtle and the turtle in the hair. Yeah. But he was fucking moving for a big bloke. Like his knees and joints must have taken a fucking hiding. But you look at him and you go, that bloke's, he's not long for this earth. Like he's obviously not. Yeah, that. 150 is a big rig. Yeah, but he was fit as fuck. Like fit as and fast. Um, also as well, uh, just on the, it's been quite a running themed uh, potty today. Uh, hopefully you enjoy running. <laughs> if not, you can decide with me. Once I tried, had a New Year's resolution, New Year's not too far away. And I was like, I'm going to run, and uh, I'll be damned if I'm going to do uh, maybe – I think I wanted to do a 7K loop na- around our house, download an app called Couch to 5Ks, and you basically start a lot of walking, a little bit of running, and then it slowly changes over time, and it's different every day to just to incrementally mm. get you better, and it's supposed to be reasonably easy. I hated it the whole time, and then after I got did Couch to 5K, I had to do Couch to 10K to get up to my 7K loop. And so I was doing a 7K loop five days a week, didn't lose a single bit of weight and fucking didn't enjoy it the entire time. And then ended up getting a stress fracture in my foot. And then I was like, well, I tried. Running's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Like I've got a red hot crack. It was like three months worth. Yeah. I'd love to be. So don't make any stupid uh, news uh, resolutions like that. Don't just don't kid yourself. Yeah. It's, um, walk, I, walk, walking's all good. I would like to have something. Like I need to set something for myself. So I just need to be fitter. Because in your fitter, you just, when you've got, like, basically, I've got nothing to lose. Mm. So I just don't bother. Like, what's, what, it, why do it when, you know? Sometimes it's just easier to coast, mate. It really I, is. Mate, I fucking slapped it into neutral in life quite some time ago. Uh, tomorrow on the podcast, uh, we might start at this thing where we look at our favorite news stories from 2022, mm. um, being that it's almost the end of the year. I've got an absolute beauty about what some bloke did. I think it was in July at a rugby match at Stadium Australia, or near Stadium Australia, one of the big ones over there anyway, and got caught on camera doing this. One of the most outrageous acts I've seen. That's a little tease, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) Have a good rest of your day. Thank you once again for choosing us.